Picked um, this film last week. I did, and did. it turned out to be out of the upwards of hundred horror movies that are in that bucket. One of your just favorite movies, yeah, just yeah. in general, just in general, just in yeah. general. That's amazing, wild. which is that was crazy. Like, That's really it's like your that. hand was the mag. You didn't, you didn't just pick from the top. You no, like I dug, I dug you. through. The, I knew which one I wanted. I right. know which one it was. You manifest it, and it comes yeah. true. I just knew. I can read yeah. uh, a printed text. What was the movie that you picked last I week? I picked A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Mm-hmm. 2014. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by Anna Lily Amaripour. Amirpour? Amirpour. In the Iranian ghost town Bad City, a place <laughs> that reeks of death and loneliness. The townspeople are unaware they are being stalked by a lonesome vampire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's bad city. Bad so it's just city. bad down to every last detail of mm-hmm. it. They mm-hmm. just made it bad city. Um, and I think kind of the big question of the whole movie that they address is, okay, we're in bad city, but is everyone in bad city bad. inherently bad? Right. Is everyone bad? Uh, this whole movie just knows how to shoot a very good movie. Yes. Um, right, so I guess from the top. Make it drop. That's some wet ass pussy. We're going to get it. We're, gonna, we're just wanting to get into it. So let's yeah. go for yes. it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Let's go for it. Um, he is leaning up against this wooden fence. And there's this big old chunk that's uh, missing. So he's smoking a cigarette. He looks like a very bad boy type of greaser, you know. And greasers mm-hmm. to us is bad like it's he's it's classic troublemaker leather mm-hmm. leather jacket white shirt jeans he's got like slick back yeah, hair slick too back he really hair. looks like he's and a lot of the people in this movie look like they're from the 1950s yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of that that look and everyone's hair and costumes are kind of from that era it's also should be noted that it's in black and white too it's in black mm-hmm. and white the whole movie is in black yeah that was my first note black and white whoa mm-hmm. whoa <laughs> and um, he looks like he's He's keeping it cool, but he's also looking around like he's watching something or waiting for something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he like goes in and comes back with this biggest, fluffiest, fattest cat. Big old, mm. big old cat. Mm-hmm. My God, he was so good. He's such a good cat. Very well behaved. <laughs> that absolutely that we see a lot of through the movie. Yeah. Uh, yes. Thank Very. God. Yeah, and we know what cats cats mean. Omens. Omens. But I feel like they mm. used this image or like a, a, essentially this cat. Not much. I don't know. Maybe an omen, but at the same time, it was like a savior in a way. I think that it's almost both because we're in Bad City where all things are bad and things are going bad. But this cat, which 
is an omen is kind of a, an omen to things that are bad, almost making them good, which kind of in the end, do they choose to be good? Are they still bad? I mean, they're getting out of bad city, but it's still kind of, it's at least a representation of change. Mm-hmm. The cat is um, something that stays with our characters through the whole time that they are going through their journey in this film. So I think it's at least a representation or a um, kind of like a rebellion against what the situation they're mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. which is just this really yeah. bad city, which this is the first moment that we kind of get a sense of the city. He's carrying this cat through this city. Mm-hmm. First of all, we see a lot of factories, mm-hmm. a lot of industry plumes going into the air. He ends up with his cat ending at his really nice car. Which he says, first of all, there's the the kid beggar who's asking him for money. And they get to his car and the kid's like, how can you not have money with a car like that? And we learn that it took him a really long time to work for that car. Mm -hmm. And he pretty much just doesn't have any other money. It seems like he, that's what he saved up his money for. And that's what he spent it on. Yeah. Music is oh, real yeah, is music, used so well in this yes, movie. It's to capture a lot of the like emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, it brings a lot of color to the movie that you don't really see because true. it's in black and white. Wonderful, um, wonderful. Whereas the movie's dealing with shades of black and white and mm-hmm. good and evil, there's a lot of emotion that the characters don't or don't express or don't delve into that the uh, music frequently does the expressing for them. And yeah. for the movie itself. And it's incredible because the shades of red, you know those are red. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only, like, do we bleed red, but, like, just as she's, like, putting on that red lipstick a little later when we get to it. But still, like, you're like, ooh, I know you're applying red to your lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait, now think is it red or is it all black and white still? It's black and white. That's crazy because is, your mind cool does. That your mind is like coloring it in. Yeah, I, I did not notice that. I did. My mind wasn't coloring it in. Because like, like everything's it, black and white. It's all black and white. No, and that, black and white. It's black and white. <laughs> black and white. And I assumed that, but just thinking back on it, my yeah. my brain, my memory of it is coloring it in. Mm. The 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 moment that I have that I remember as colored in is the uh, the balloon dance moment. Mm-hmm. Like I you knew that was red too. That was red. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, of course it was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then her shirt, as she's, like, seeking and walking home alone at night, um, it's black and white stripes, mm-hmm. which is very much Marion is, like, the good and bad. Mm-hmm. So then we go to uh, the uh, Arash's uh, apartment, I think. Yeah. And, and this is where we meet his father for the first time, and we kind of learn more about his situation Whereas, you know, he's got a flashy, cool car, but he's actually still, like, working his ass off to essentially take care of his dad, mm-hmm. who's a heroin addict. Mm-hmm. His dad, Hossein. Hossein. Hossein, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he's just kind of zonked out. And yeah. Then... He, like, puts it in between his... Oh! Don't do that... drugs! Yeah, the drug parts are some of the hardest parts to watch in this mm-hmm. movie. It's sad, and yeah, it's, it's really sad. just, oh, man. Um, but yeah, Guess not too so sh- long after, yeah. Guess who shows up, though? 
The our favorite, mm. our favorite dude. Mm -hmm. I wrote down. I kept calling him Tap because he's just full of tattoos. No. Um, I'm not sure what his actual character name. Was. Saeed is his Saeed. character's name. Saeed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's no, I, I I called him drug addict. Uh, drug tattooed uh, man dealer. dealer. Tattoo man dealer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sex right here. S sex. Tattoo coming like a like sex. running across his neck. He like took off his like oh no he unzipped his jacket and he had like a man on a boat across his uh, <laughs> collarbone mm -hmm. and then a tiger right here as he was like dancing mm -hmm. sexually. He had a broken heart on the back of his neck. Yeah. So dumb. And yeah. then like I mean tattoos I think are somewhat associated with that kind of like bad image mm -hmm. and he is supposed to be. I think the person we hate the most in absolutely. This movie. So to just load him up with these crazy nonsensical tattoos is just so to immediately dumb. visually we don't like him yeah yeah we don't like you ah sex ah, <laughs> sam ah. <laughs> yes that would be gross you would hate me you hate me for that yes yeah, that makes sense right. fair fair i'm your sir he's coming to collect though he is he's coming to collect he's there to collect he has had it with uh, Hassan's Hussein Hussein's mm -hmm. ab antics not paying up. Mm -hmm. He owes him a lot of money. Owes him so Do much. Do you know how much your father owes? A lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot. To the point where he like just took his car. His car. Yeah. That car. Yeah. It, essentially, the the son is paying for the sins of the father ah. because he the father has nothing left to give him. Essentially, yeah. nothing. Nothing. He, he he owes him so much already. So the only thing that they have his Arash's car. And then he like looks at the cat and then he gets really happy. And he's yeah, like, oh my God, this cat. Yeah, he very tenderly picks up the yeah. cat. But then... Is it a girl or boy? Uh, the one thing about the the one moment that the cat actually alerts or, or reacts oh, yeah. in this movie is when he lifts up the cat mm -hmm. and we hear a... Like a kind oh, of grumbling. Just a long whine of just... Doesn't sound like yeah. the cat liked it. Cat no. didn't like it. And the cat was okay with... Well, he was with, looking at his private part. He was. But the cat was okay with, like, someone getting murdered in the same room as them. Yeah. But the one person he did not like was, the, was this, this guy. ugly was dude. a dealer. Yeah, even when the dad later is, like, yelling directly at the cat, the cat looks scared, but doesn't... Hiss doesn't mm -hmm. go for... To, like, hurt him mm -hmm. or anything. He's just... Just like, oh, good. Just kind of taking it a little mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. The cat, I mean, every person that the cat comes across is changed by the end of this movie or dead. You know, so. Yeah. And changed can also be a form of death, you know, mm -hmm. death of your old self. Yeah. So this cat is bringing death to all these people in one way or another throughout mm -hmm. this whole movie. So, I mean, the cat didn't like that guy. And who's our first victim of the whole movie? Yeah, is this guy, yeah. ugly we'll dude. So he steal. He takes the car from Arash. Yeah. Um, and is it a? Yeah, it's Arash next the next day, uh, biking to work. Right. Correct. Yeah, because. But like he like punches his arm, yeah, he, and from the, that oh, moment right, on, right. Saeed leaves in the car and he punches like there's a, a very loud crack. <laughs> like when we saw the hand, I thought it was gonna be like completely broken in half mm -hmm. and it looked too bad. No. Yeah. But it sounded bad. Oh, it sounded, bad. It sounded Real bad. bad. Owie, owie. And yeah, then he has it wrapped up for the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. um, 
I'm pretty sure he didn't quite. I guess he did break it. He did well, break that, it later. That is a breaking point for the character too. Ooh. Because this is kind of what sets him down mentally his and road. That's true. Because he does change in a couple ways. He steals in right this after movie. This. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After this part, when because I I read somewhere that those numbers of days that he said that he worked for that car was six years. So he worked uh, for six years to get this this one good thing. I think that he views in the bad city, and it's just taken from him like that mm -hmm. easily. Because there's Breaks so much off. care that you have to put into a car, especially if you had to earn every single penny to get that nice car. It was a nice car. It was a nice car. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, in you take care of it. So that's all he wanted to do. Yes. The, the next scene is him now biking to work. Mm -hmm. Got no car. Yeah. So he bikes to work and very quickly we go from industrial bad city to mansion. super super rich holy shit yeah huge mansion uh and he's the gardener mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he's clipping some some hedges gardener handyman handyman yes yeah. i think it's everything kind of just like a yeah seems like a worker plumber probably i'm assuming they have more workers there again you don't really see anybody else except the characters but your mind almost fills in yeah. these areas with people mm -hmm. uh but he gets called up to the lady, mm -hmm. the mansion ladies, the bedroom. Daughter. Yeah. She's a daughter. Is she? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because that's, that's, that's why he asks her to leave her bedroom because she's like, what if, what would your dad and mom think mm -hmm. of me and you being alone in your bedroom? Right. Which and is then a she very... only has a slip on. Yeah. He, throughout this movie, is the only character that cares about being polite or you know diverting his eyes when you know he's very the traditional girls, it's true. he's very traditional and no one else in the city is concerned about that at all he Absolutely. uses but in that moment the first moment we see in the movie where someone uses the idea of traditional and stuff he's using it to get her out of the room so he can steal from her right mm -hmm. like like those those ideas are there to serve him mm -hmm. not her in well, that moment, but yes, maybe in, in that moment, as well. there was a moment in the last scene where he did. She, our our main character, our vampire girl, she like turns around and takes her shirt off, and, and he he, he does looks avert, away. Yeah, he doesn't look back. Yeah. So like he yes, so he's not, he does have good. In I him. think he, he does, does believe in that, but he the, wants to steal those diamonds because a, she's not gonna miss them, mm -hmm. which she doesn't. And then second of all, he wants his car back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is ultimately, it's like that whole thing, like when you steal a loaf of bread to say, to feed your family. Mm -hmm. He is stealing them, presumably with the idea of, the idea of trading it for his car or getting his father out of debt. Mm -hmm. So it is, and also we're in bad city. We're in bad so city. So you gotta do what you gotta yeah. do. Bad, he's, bad city. Yeah, he's doing bad things, but that's how it is in bad city. Mm -hmm. There's a trench of dead people. Uh, but next thing um, is the uh, is the the tattooed guy, the dealer, meeting with the 
uh, the prostitutes. Seems sex like workers. seems like Saeed is a pimp as well. He's got yes. a couple different mm -hmm. enterprises mm -hmm. going on in Bad Drug City. Drug yes. pimp, sex on his neck. Absolutely. He's got it. He's all. a big businessman in Bad he City. He probably loves video games too because he has that Pac-Man tattoo. Oh, probably. That's right. Yeah. Right. I mean, we see his his kind of routine a little later. Funny that a Pac-Man tattoo is on his neck. Oh. Right? True. Mm -hmm. Eat me and here. Mm -hmm. This is really where we even hate him more. even more. Because he's, you know, pretty much withholding Ati is the name of this prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and sex worker. Please. Sex worker. <laughs> and he's pretty much withholding her cut to get sex. Mm -hmm. um, and threatens her into giving him a blowjob. And but like he calls her like he tells her that she's getting old. Don't you want to like, have kids? Don't you want to have kids? And like that is the thing that signals to her, okay, he wants a blowjob. I gotta like do what he wants right now. Because it's like But a, not only that, but like he goes he goes he like that. He does have this like, like finger hey, around mouth. Little thing. taunting, like, hey. Mm -hmm. That's true, that's true. Again, what? focus on face, you know, mm -hmm. like sticking his finger into their mouths is very, that's how essentially this scene goes from them talking to him, getting the blowjob. Mm -hmm. It starts with him doing that like very invasive act. And that's what gets him going. Mm -hmm. It's just invading them, putting his finger in their mouth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they- And then a girl her. walks up on a blowjob at night. <laughs> <laughs> Is the first time we see the girl. Yeah. 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 She's in uh, right directly behind the car where he can look at her in the rear view, rear view mirror. It's and scary. Then, yes. Boom. Because it's just literally, like you just said, a face because in the back background and then with the black, mm -hmm. like, over. You can over, see a bit of her shirt. Just too a there. bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. White. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and then he gets scared. He and looks behind. She looks behind there. and she, yeah. And then... Oh. He's like, next time, Quit. do your job. Also, weird thing. She's a vampire, shows up in the mirror. Ooh. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. Not but, a traditional vampire. Not a traditional vampire. Not very traditional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and yes, yeah, Saeed pushes Adi off of him because he's like freaks out. And then he just, I think he's probably like almost embarrassed that mm -hmm. that happens and just takes it out on, on her saying like, focus on your job next time. Yeah, Whoa. I'm not going to give you your, not going to give you your, pay yeah. cut yep. because you didn't You're perform yeah. correctly. Uh, He's disgusting. Six He's gross. Yeah. Six mm -hmm. uh, and this is the first time that we see the girl and also the first time that she shows up to kind of save the Adi. Mm -hmm. Like she saves her a couple times throughout this movie. Yeah. She she's just, looking over. What yeah. She's watching over her. She's just kind of protecting her because she is literally walking home alone at night yeah like it i think it's a sex worker I mean, um, who is the girl who walks home alone at night in this movie is it the vampire or is it Ati? Ati. yeah mm -hmm. i I mean, both, mm -hmm. I mean yeah it's it's both but i think she can protect herself more mm -hmm. and then she's just kind of protecting our, our sex worker but like then we go into her bedroom and then she puts on music and she just starts dancing you know, it, it seems like she really enjoys more, more great yes. music. Absolutely. Really, very synthy. Yeah, she just like starts. Yeah, it's she it's gets great. lost. Yeah. yeah, and then she puts on eyeliner, lipstick, 
puts her clothes back on, and then she walks out. And, and uh, finds, finds finds the tattoo guy, Saeed. Saeed. Yep. Uh -oh. And this is Saeed. this is a good example of one of these Western shots. They mm -hmm. pass each other, and then he turns around and she's just staring him down. Mm -hmm. And there is that like kind of Western standoff that we have going on. Mm -hmm. And he approaches her. And again, he does that. Doesn't he like get close to her and like kind of touch her face or something? At this moment, I don't know. I no. remember him saying, "What next?" Yeah, what next? They just like go up to it towards each other, and they're just staring at each other. And that's when he says, "What? What's next?" Mm -hmm. And then they don't say anything else. And then they go back to his house, his really nice house. Yeah. Um, and then he fucking taps on his uh, fish tank. He's like, oh, and I was like, just come, <sighs> just come. Yeah. Well, he does pretty much a bunch of things in this scene to just be like, this is the worst guy. Gross, mm -hmm. We're kind of, he's kind gross. of almost just going about his routine and not even noticing that she's there for yeah. the first part of it. She's just in the back, just, just kind watching. of watching him. But at the same time, it's sort of a performativeness of these are all the things that I can have as my routine, which is drugs, exercising, like. Like sick music, loud, putting sick on music. music. Let me counting do another money. line. Yeah, counting yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. This is like I can afford to live this way. This is just what I do. And Watch so he's me. just performing because she's not talking. Mm -hmm. She hasn't talked to him yet. All of it. And she is taking her time. You know, she's is watching him for a while, and then she starts to walk around the apartment. It's really slow. You know, uh -huh. it's just very long. There's a lot of these scenes where it's very long and drawn out and slow, and you're kind of, you know, that tension is building because you, we know what it's building to. Yeah, you know? mm -hmm. I like that it takes its time. It takes, I, I, I do too. It's great. And she, they both in this scene seem unafraid yeah. and um, just calm. Because they're both kind of just like in their element. He's mm -hmm. in his house doing his douchebag thing. And she's kind of, just assess assessing her kill mm -hmm. she's stalking him she mm -hmm. is like a cat you know yeah. she's mm -hmm. very quiet staying off in the distance watching analyzing kind of like you know stalking around her prey for a little bit and then letting him come to her essentially in the end because he i think she want she's trying to see if he's going to come at her with either violence or you know cuz like she knows who he is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm I'm just thinking she's just waiting for him to come to her mm -hmm. and see. But if he if he doesn't, I think she wouldn't have killed him yet. Maybe. She might have killed him later. Yeah. But he was he was going to. Like that's yeah. just what he was, who he Absolutely. was. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. He was gonna Absolutely. do the creepy fucking mm -hmm. Finger, finger, finger. Yeah. and so he, he does. does. He does. He does, and she. Her her teeth flick out first. Yeah, like she opens her. He makes her open her mouth, and then her teeth just go. And he's like, "What?" And she's just huh. like, "No, give like me back takes, your yeah, finger." Yeah, takes back her hand, and he just like, "Okay," goes with it, even though vampire teeth just pop out of some face. I think he like at some point, at least gesturally, was like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> 
Yeah. You know? Uh, whoa. Well, never seen this before. More yeah. sensation for me. Yeah. And the sensation that he gets is his finger being bit off. Yep. Yeah. Straight bit and off. just crunch. And then he's like, ah! And like you falls know, on the couch, missing his index. And like that finger, she just she like takes it. She, yeah, she drops long. it out of her mouth. The, the amount of force that it takes to just bite a finger off is you biting a carrot. Yeah. Easy. Easy. And she, Easy. she's hungry for it, so... The bloody finger comes out of her mouth because when you're at first, I was like, "Oh, did she just swallow that? Did she just eat that? Where'd it go?" And then just, Whoa, it comes out, <laughs> and she puts it in. Yeah, yeah. go back. I mean, there you go. Deserves it. Love. Yeah, deserves Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It was it pretty just, satisfying. It just also. reminded mm -hmm. me of raw all over. Oh again. yeah, Ooh. it was a total Ooh. raw finger experience. Ooh. But it was pretty good. And then. Like bites his neck. Does First kill. Blood she, goes, mm -hmm. she like literally turns into like a fucking beast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's feeding. Mm -hmm. She's feeding on his neck. And Yummy. She's a vampire. Yeah. yeah. Who's coming over to fucking switch Arash. Our boy Arash. is oh. like. Yeah. yeah. God. I tattoo guys always on time. And they cross. They cross paths. Mm -hmm. This is where they kind of just cross paths. For the first time. She she like steals some stuff. She steals yeah. some jewelry from jewelry tattoo guy. And music. That's the yeah. only two things that yes. she steals. Yeah. The CDs. No money. Yeah. She cares nothing about money. Nothing about money. Yeah. Doesn't care about money. Yeah. But music is her fucking thing and jewels at least she can trade for money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She she lets him into his compound. She lets uh, Arash into a tattoo guy's compound. He walks in, sees dead body, and is like, oh fuck. Takes his keys. car keys. <laughs> of and, course. And the briefcase. And the briefcase. Of yep. drugs money and, drugs. and money. And a gun that was never used. Never used. I'm glad. Used. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Having a threat of a gun, though, kind of takes it to a new mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like level yes. of stakes. Because this is kind of a part where Arash starts changing to almost what Bad City can make a person. Yeah. yeah. Like what Bad City made <clears throat> Saeed. Uh, because he takes that um, case of drugs and starts selling it. Mm. In Bad City, you gotta do what you gotta do. This guy just died that, what, hey, gets his car back and his dad doesn't really have to pay his debts anymore. So, all right. Works this for me. Is, this is lucky for me. Yeah. It goes to the hospital, gets his like hand x-rayed and gets medicine done to it. Taken care <laughs> medicine of Medicine done to it. he's got a big white cast on. Mm -hmm. Throughout the whole And no matter movie. what he wears, even if he's wearing all black, he's got a big white hand. So got a big white hand. Still, mm. He's still a good boy. The hand of good. The hand, the hand of good. <laughs> the broken the hand. hand of good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like we see him doing these things. We see her in the bathtub, like cleansing herself of her kill yeah. or whatever. But then we also see the oil like refineries mm -hmm. and the dead bodies in the in the yeah. wash and like so bad city is bad like things it's are functioning. Bad. It's yeah. bad. We're working that bad city's working. People. Yeah. yeah. People are just doing things in bad city. Yeah, because yep. then we get an image of the oil drills. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. hey, this yeah, town is just sucking away at the earth. Mm -hmm. Like yep. it's not anything less than what our vampire girl is doing. Mm-hmm. Or what Arash is doing? Yeah, they're all they're all they're all the same, and so um, he's no worse than her in some way, you know. No, I think that's what we get at mm -hmm. the end. Is also that it was like, how am I going to judge you? Right, and how are you going to judge me? We get the scene of Ati being kind of harassed by this older guy, asking her 
to hang out and she's like show back up with money and we'll talk and then this well, the is old a, guy's the father yeah is that the father yeah, that's the that's father. father yeah oh okay mm-hmm. gotcha so the father yeah is is harassing her because but he doesn't have any money mm-hmm. so she's like show show back up when you have money and then this is another the second moment when the girl shows up to essentially protect adi they both like there's a scene where he's walking behind her and then they both then turn around and look at another person behind but we don't her. see who that is we don't see it they're just looking off camera until she goes away and they're like yeah she just walks off but we know who they're looking at mm-hmm. it's interesting we don't need to cut away to for us to assume who mm-hmm. they're looking at and then there's this cool scene where they're mirroring, mirroring each other yeah. across the the street and it made me think of that trope of vampires don't have reflections mm-hmm. and she is now reflecting him yeah a bad monster yeah she yeah. wants to see what he's gonna do yeah and he's scared he is he does get scared well there is animals for sure that mimic right well cats it really cats, feels like she's toying yeah mm-hmm. yeah cats pl- Cat like play with their prey sometimes mm-hmm. they like Gain their trust. And then we have our little lonely kid Ugh. walking down the alleyway. At Poor night kid. alone. At night yep. alone. I Scary made again. like three jokes. I did. Mm-hmm. Kid walks home alone at night. That's mm-hmm. what I wrote down. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then she does a classic vampire of, appears behind him. And he gets scared and runs away and looking behind him and mm-hmm. then appears in right front of him. him. He runs right into her. Yeah. Oh. And then she just like fucking. Are you a good boy? That's the mm-hmm. first line she's ever said. Yeah, that is. Are you a good boy? Tell me. Don't lie to me. Are you a good boy? Are you? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. And then and he was like, "Yes." She seems to assume that he's lying, in that moment. Look, because he's man. Because he's, just, inherently bad because he lives in the city. Yes, and also I think for his gender. Mm. It is about men. She hunts men. True. She kills men. Uh, and protects the women. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like she wants to scare away all the misogynists. For sure. Dickness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She wants to is protect. That a word? Yeah. Misogyny. All the misogyny yeah. from this little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and just with fear. Yeah, be a good boy. She's like, I'm watching you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, I, he, I mean, he, she does appear after. Yep. Yeah. And then kind of fucking looks at him and she's like, I got you. I got you. I'm not going to say anything. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I'm just not going to say anything, man. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a representation of the next generation. Yeah. The generation that's growing up in this bad city. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she is trying to teach, trying to fear lesson. She goes into this very demonic voice. Yeah. As she, like, is, like, telling him, like, I'm watching you, and if you are bad, I'm going to uh, eat your eyeballs and feed you to the dogs. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Oh, my God. I would yeah, piss my pants. Terrifying. Horrifying. Everything and in my body would have left in all sort of directions. <laughs> and he runs oh. away, and the thing he leaves behind is not a poop, but a skateboard. He does leave a skateboard. You don't know where it came That's from. That's true. Now he was carrying it, it before the... I know. <laughs> he could have pooped it out. Arash... It goes to make his costume for a Halloween party mm-hmm. that the... he is going to be the main main server at, uh, and it's a Dracula costume. Dracula costume. He's in the classic, like big Dracula 
cape and cowl. Yeah, mm-hmm. collar. It's collar, collar. Yeah. Cowl is that. Yeah. Cowl is what Batman wears. Batman, <laughs> Batman wears a cowl. Batman, Batman could have been at that party. Batman could have been at the party. Yeah. We didn't see no Batman though, because no. the camera was very close to people's faces. Yes, yeah. it was. Um, and he is trying to be this like big drug dealer now, and he's literally dressed in a vampire costume. He's trying to be something that's threatening. Yeah, which. But we already know that there's a real vampire out there, and that is the real threat in this movie. And he just seems like a poser mm-hmm. when he's in this costume. Yes. You know, you're just like, oh man, you're really trying to hard to pretend to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like our new nose girl, um, mm-hmm. she convinces him to take well actually does she fucking shoves it in there. Again, another, another yeah. Yep. Yeah. Invading. Uh, invading. invading. Um, and he's into her, and that's why he allows her in um, and takes what pre- we presume is his first time ever taking drugs. Mm-hmm. Like he had not done any of the drugs that he's selling. Um, so that's, I think, another way that we are like, oh, man, like, he's just a, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a good guy. And then he's all fucked up. He's all fucked up. And he goes off into the night's. And he's walking in a, a very wealthy neighborhood because that's probably where the party Dracula was held. Dracula walks home alone at night. Yep. And, but <laughs> yeah. instead of it being dark, it's light. It's lit. It's very well lit. And yeah. And there are these just street lights almost every like 15 feet or something mm-hmm. like that. And then he gets caught up in one. And am I wrong? Is there a Nosferatu thing where he's like looking at the moon like that? Is oh. that is that oh. a thing? Is that? I don't know. Uh, you know what? I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. But it did kind of look, as he's staring into the light, I wrote that light, um, mm-hmm. but it's us, uh, uh, like a POV of his eyeball. It was like shaped like an eye. Oh. And then the there. like light was right there mm-hmm. in the center. Um, I thought of flies being attracted to light mm-hmm. and kind of getting entranced by light. A moth. And then, yeah, a moth kind of... A, a, Bugs just attracted to light in general. Again, it's at night and he's being attracted to the brightest thing. Mm -hmm. And then that is the moment when the girl skates up too. Yeah. Seemingly what could be, um, that could be his death showing up. Mm -hmm. You know, this, she has the power immediately to kill him like a fly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Just zap him because he got too close to the light. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. then they have this moment where, what the real Dracula and a fake Dracula are yes. looking at each other. Yeah. Yep. And then I have the Spider-Man meme just like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just in my mind. If only you could write memes as, as notes, just like a full, I did. draw the full. I, oh, I see. Yeah. But no, I put Spider-Man meme. Yeah. Um, Arash asks her like, why are, you, why are you here? Yeah. Why are you here? Why are both of us here? Yeah. It becomes like, at first what's like, just like a normal question kind of becomes like a philosophical question. It is It is a really interesting question. Why would a vampire be hanging out here? in Dead City? You know, if like she's immortal or, you know, a hunter of people, she's just in a place where there doesn't seem to be that many people. And um, she's not like living it up. She's pretty alone and she's protecting one person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why is she here? I think she's struggling with that too. Mm-hmm. And she views herself, I think at least at the beginning as just bad. Mm-hmm. She knows, obviously she's a vampire. She's a monster. And yeah. I think she also views herself 
as a monster, she goes to Bad City. This is where she belongs. Mm -hmm. And this is... She doesn't deserve anything more than this. She, at the beginning of this movie, seems very down on herself. She's alone. She's described as lonesome. She's lonely. And I think she's... I don't know how long she's been alive, but like a lot of people and things in this town, vampires are unchanging. Mm -hmm. They're they're the same thing. They don't they don't age, they don't grow. All they do is need to feed on blood. And mm -hmm. I think she almost has like maybe before this movie, before she comes to this town, like a existential moment of like I don't want to eat. Why am I why am I even here? Like what's even my purpose because mm -hmm. I don't change because I mean, for I'm her changing. to for that bad. for it. that question to resonate with her and not kill him and deciding not to kill him right i think this is that he uh like unwittingly or not poses a philosophical question to her <laughs> that forces her to think about it for a second and this is the first person that's ever asked her a question like that probably especially in this town mm -hmm. especially a man I'm presuming that yeah. like mm -hmm. he doesn't come to her just for sex or views women just as sexual beings, but he's like actually trying to have a conversation with mm -hmm. him. And then he says after that, I've never been like this before. And then I wrote down like high or lost, like mm -hmm. which one are you tying? Right. Like physical, Both. mentally, yeah. like, You've yeah. never been like this before. You've never even asked yourself this question before. Like, why are you here? They have this moment of embrace before too, because I can't, oh, can't he, oh yeah, he touches he touches her, and you're he cold. was like, "You're cold." Vampire. And then he like, she's a vampire, oh. dude. She's yeah. dead. She's grabs dead. grabs his cloak uh -huh. around her and just hugs her to try to warm her up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I had the thought of holy shit, like she's really close to his neck. At the same time, this is like, this is a motion where he engulfs her, but it doesn't feel like he's invading her right. in any way. He's, it seems like he's like, he's just like, whoa, and I'm, I'm going to warm you. And then yeah. and in you're a thinking, nurturing way, it feels yeah. very nurturing. And you're not like, oh, he, he should get bit. It's like, uh oh, he's going to get bit is like it, it, it's a vulnerability. He doesn't know he's giving to her mm -hmm. um, while it's also like still uh, like a, uh, I don't know. It's it's a sort of welcoming thing instead yeah. of just like yeah. And then he takes a seat. Thing. He's like, I'm just gonna oh, sit yeah, here. Right here. We should sit down. And, and then she, uh, and then she I was, was like, like uh, I've been that drunk before. Um, yes, uh, yes. That's <laughs> I'm gonna yes. sit down right here. I'm gonna sit. You down can't here. sit there. Yeah. <laughs> on your birthday, that was <laughs> really birthday. funny. Well, also, <laughs> middle of parking lot. Oh, oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At we were kind of defeated because IHOP was not open. Oh, lied to us. It wasn't twenty four seven. Bastards. I'm Bastards. looking at you, I have. Bastards. Um, well, and also, just like physically, now he's below her. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a power shift that she feels. I mean, she has power Easy over target. anybody. Yeah. Po power over anybody, but she feels, I think that act makes her feel vulnerability. And mm -hmm. also, she sees that he's vulnerable in a different way, maybe, than she, besides just food, vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Vulnerable in an emotional way, too. And then she invites him back to her sick ass room. Yeah. And this scene. A disco ball. A disco ball. This next scene is literally two shots. It's two really long, 
really slow shots, but we get a lot, mm -hmm. I feel like, a lot of information through these two shots. Mm -hmm. And go for it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> the first shot is her throwing on some music, as yeah. she does yeah. always. This is her mm -hmm. like safety thing. Mm -hmm. I think it's her love language. It kind of seems like it's, her love she doesn't really express herself much exactly in her face, mm -hmm. but in the music for sure. There's three moments. This one, the date, and then as they're driving away together, uh -huh. where he was like, mm -hmm. he asks her something, or he's like trying to communicate with her, and she's just uh, she's just cold, absolutely not welcoming. And then he's like, yeah. oh, I know what I need to do. You like music. Let's play music. music. Yeah. And then after that, she kind of, a little bit, just like. Mm. Yes. In this scene, the first shot that we get is a wide shot of the mm -hmm. room. And she's starting to put on music. Mm -hmm. And he's still definitely on ecstasy, feeling, feeling the effect. He's conked out on her bed. And he just slowly gets up and looks up in the light again. Mm -hmm. I got another yeah, moment of him looking up ball. into the light, which in this case is a disco ball. Mm -hmm. And he just slowly just goes up towards it, super entranced with it. Mm -hmm. And then he's Spins it. And she's just frozen there. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second shot of this, this scene is her all the way on the, uh, the right ball. side. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, facing off camera, looking down at her, and then the lights player, are just like it's just going, Ooh. and yeah. she's alone in that shop mm -hmm. for a very long time, mm -hmm. very, very, very long. But time. the oh, the emptiness of the shot is so you know what you know what's coming because it's yeah. got to be filled. It's <clears throat> it it makes it tense, mm -hmm. and you're waiting for it, you're wanting it, and you can at least for me, I almost felt like I could feel him yes from off screen yeah. And feel what he was doing even though we didn't see what he was doing at all yeah mm -hmm. you could see him turn like feel him turning towards her looking at her and then making the decision to start to mm -hmm. walk towards her and so drift like, yeah. he full like they fully like float in this scene i don't know what it is but it, it really it, feels... that whole scene is yeah. just gorgeous it's amazing and it's the, the music so is also great too mm -hmm. oh the music that's when i put that like they there was no words being said in the scene. Nope. Yet the music was doing that for us. Mm -hmm. of just like heart beating. And it was like, something about darkness too. Mm -hmm. It was something about returning to darkness or like something like that. Mm -hmm. But it was. I thought it was about like two people coming together and like. Yes. Doing an act together and like their hearts are beating and the blood is flowing. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was ascribing one of those people as darkness. I think. I think. I have to listen back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The music is so good in this movie. It's really check good. The music out. And so he finally gets to right behind her, and there's still a moment of them just feeling each other's mm -hmm. presence. Mm -hmm. And even though she's like, I got her back to him, and is completely, you know, he he's still in his Dracula thing. He's he looks like a predator in that moment. Yeah, he looks he, like her the neck tall. is exposed. Yeah. and because she, she has short hair. She's yeah. the only woman in that city i'm pretty sure that has very short hair he's like stalking closing in on her but it feels like she's wanting to be vulnerable mm -hmm. absolutely it doesn't feel like she's scared right that he's she wants that feeling almost of like letting it go mm -hmm. and being the one who is being desired mm -hmm. and 
Then she slowly turns to, towards him, and they finally meet, you know, meet eyes, and... And we go to the She scene. pushes his head up. Yes. Oh, exposes right, right, right. Yeah, it's this, and like, she, grabbing of like, his hair. And you're like, oh, no! But I she guess, doesn't bite him. I, I, I didn't think she was going to. Yeah, it, it Everything that happened in this scene felt sensual. Mm -hmm. So it felt like she was holding him in like an aggressive but also like sexual way yeah and sensual way and all she ended up doing was listening to his heartbeat mm -hmm. she had the power in the scene for sure in the way that she was you know physically holding him and but they were both being vulnerable with mm -hmm. each other mm -hmm. there were both moments of him having power and then she has the power but they're both vulnerable this mm -hmm. whole time and it ends yeah with her just listening yeah, into listening. his heartbeat and so she keys the car, but then who shows up for the third time is the girl. The girl. Mm -hmm. The girl. And there's another Western shot they kind of have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's following her. And this is when Ati finally asks, why are you following me? Um, and I don't really remember. The girl she, just pulls out. She pulls out a fucking. Oh, oh that's all of Saeed's what? jewelry that mm -hmm. she took from him mm -hmm. or from whoever she's killing. Kind of as like, oh, you're not stalking her. You are protecting her. Mm -hmm. This is kind of that first confirmation of you care about this person. And then she invites her back to her apartment. Mm -hmm. And in the next scene, when they're at Ati's house, mm -hmm. they're, that's essentially when um, the girl admits that she's been watching her. Mm -hmm. And she goes into this whole long thing about you're sad. Uh, you're, you've been doing the same thing. You've been thing. doing the same thing. You forgot what it means to want something. Mm -hmm. You forgot essentially where you're going. And she's unchanged and, and unchanging. She just is in the same cycle. And to me, it was almost like the girl is watching her because she reminds her of herself. Mm -hmm. She sees herself as a thing that is unchanging and is only in this situation forever which she perceives as bad and her, she herself is bad and she can never be anything else except bad. This was the first scene where I was like, Oh shit. Like you actually hate yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you, I don't think that you, I don't think you like that you have to do this yeah. at all. No. And you've come to bad city almost to punish yourself and just be bad because that's all you think you deserve to be. After she's done eating the homeless man, she goes home and finds the a note, note to, meet, to meet at the power plant, mm -hmm. the, the big date destination date. spot. And then, and then she dreams yes. of a, a dark hallway with a light at the end and someone coming walking down it. And it looks, looks like a rush mm -hmm. coming down the, like a rush. the hallway. Is she then, do, can we, is that a premonition or is she actually Maybe he's psychic? just the man of her dreams. Oh, and nightmares. <laughs> and nightmares. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's me. It's actually me in the hallway. It's actually me. Mm -hmm. I did write down premonition because she has that same dream twice. Yeah. And she's literally just like sleeping like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so maybe... vampires in this world can sleep mm. and bathe and look at each other in the mirror. Or each other. Each other. Dream, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We never see her in the light, though. So don't Absolutely know about light. not. Don't know. Nope. Don't know about the light. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, is it a premonition? Not, I mean, not maybe exactly that happens, but 
uh, Arash is the thing that does essentially come to save her is in it, the end. Yeah, the question is, is like, is it a hope or is it um, fate? You know, like, mm-hmm. is yeah. that... I put in that scene, because he's ascending from light. Yes. Um, and he's just this figure ascending down this hallway. Um, and I put, is he the only good guy in town? Like, mm-hmm. you know, with all the yeah. flaws that we have yeah. as a human being, is he still good? Like, is he the only good man? But at the same time, he's walking towards the darkness. Like, he's walking Together. away from the light yeah. towards yeah. the darkness. But, like... But also, there is this idea of light is death to vampires. Mm-hmm. So he pulling her towards the light, that is a, all, actually a bad thing mm-hmm. for her. And that's why the second dream, he walks, stops, and then the camera, her, yes. moves towards him. Mm-hmm. Yes, I put that. They meet in the middle. They yes. got to meet in the middle. They got to meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Being in a relationship is a partnership. You're a team. One can't be above you. If it's a team, you work together. Yes. Especially if one of you is a vampire. True. Especially if one True. of you is a vampire. Well, I think the reason why she's so lonely is because maybe perhaps she just doesn't have any faith in humanity anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think she does by her just killing bad people. And I don't think she can settle down, A, because she's a vampire, but B, because she can't find a guy that is... A good guy. I think, and then she finds this person that has not touched her in any way or like done anything to another woman that is harmful. You know. I think it's for her. I feel like it's less about losing faith in humanity and more about losing faith in herself because I don't think she de- I don't think she thinks she deserves a good guy. Mm-hmm. And in this, in the power plant scene. Where it's kind of this like faux date going on with like, oh, you want a hamburger? Mm. Yeah, it's like a, it's like their little date spot or whatever. She talks about how she's done bad things mm-hmm. and rejects him his with that. It rejects his affection with that excuse that she, she has done bad things. She mm-hmm. she admits she has done bad things, but she doesn't walk away until he says, "You don't know the bad things I've done." Right, and she's very concerned about men being good boys mm. true she doesn't want a bad boy she mm. can't stand there being a bad boy um because uh, because they're the people that hurt women you know mm-hmm. these are the guys that do shitty things but then he's like he's but he's basically telling her i'll meet you halfway you know yes. like i think that that's to me that's kind of what rings to her is this idea that yes you are bad you are a monster essentially a bad thing just inherently but we're we're all bad too we're all in bad i'm city. a human i'm also bad yeah you like it's okay because we all have flaws also she has to accept that fact essentially that we're all bad we all live in bad, bad city did he mm-hmm. tell did he tell her that he stole those earrings that she is not wearing no nope. no he steals jewelry she steals yeah. jewelry mm-hmm. He loves music. She loves music. Mm-hmm. Mash made in heaven. What more do you want? After she like walks away and stops, he comes over to her and says, if there was a storm coming over the horizon right now, would that change anything? And then she like goes around and walks away. 
Mm. Like, that's oh, where that's yeah. how the date ends. And also, the reason they get back together, right? The reason they get together is because there's a storm coming. Yeah. True. There's change. There's he change. has no one to take care of anymore. After, yeah. Yes. Because he's only, I'm thinking, he has a car. He has money now. Um, he doesn't need to be there. Nothing else is tying him there besides his dad. Mm -hmm. um, Who he kicks out of the house after his dad is having like a paranoid um, fit. Which isn't that like coming up? Isn't it's the next yes, thing? Yes, it's yeah. the next scene. It's the next thing that happens. I think I think he goes to this extreme of just losing faith and just being angry. And um, who's going to this extreme? Arash. Arash. Got it. Of of He's throwing up. money to his dad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He knows that he could possibly spend that money. Like, you don't give oh, money you know. to an addict. You know he's do not. He doesn't want him in his life anymore. He knows. Because he feels rejected mm -hmm. on one level, uh, but then he also, like, pushes that like towards his dad, who he's he would off. be taken care of. And yeah, he, he's done. Yeah. He's done. Which is a shitty thing. It's, Very shitty It thing. is so sad. Yeah. Um, I'm, the, I'm the parent in this situation. I'm just tired mm -hmm. of it. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of... The situation that the city has put me in, I'm tired of everything in my life right now, right after he gets rejected mm -hmm. by the one thing that he thought could be good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we go to... A spoon. Spoon mm, fire. The crackling right? and you know, and, I mean, the And that's what you Im immediately knew mm -hmm. the father's back mm -hmm. on drugs. And then we go to him and Ati. He's got money now, so he yes. can get her to an apartment. Mm, yeah. But there's that beautiful scene of, um, I mean, drugs are ugly, but like the crackling of the meth mm -hmm. to, heroin. or heroin to the crackling of the vinyl record. Mm -hmm. transition. transition. Wow. Yep. The music. That's his music, really. Yeah. I guess that's what's given his life color at this point mm. is the drugs. Mm. Yeah. And he, what is he, I mean, he asks her to dance for him like the old days. Yeah. Now, is that something he would ask her or his wife? I think his wife. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what made me wonder if Ati was just the name of his wife because we don't hear her name, Ati, until, until this point. This moment where yeah. he calls, where she's dancing and he calls her by, by that name. Yeah. Yeah. And oh God, it's just this really sad for both of them, really. I mean, he's so gone with the drugs. And she's, you know, kind of a slave to this city and what she has to do to survive money. money. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, he ties her up with his belt, ties her wrists together, and then forces her to take heroin. Take heroin. Yeah. Sticks it in her arm. Yeah. And then he sticks himself. Oh, God. It's it, so we're going to have a good bad. night. Yeah. Oh, terrible. It's sad and, and bad. And all he does, they don't have sex. All he wants is just somebody to hold. Mm -hmm. yep. And to be going through something with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be alone. yeah. Another weird power happens where we see like the edge of the cat's eye yep. and then it flashes to the girl and then like it feels like the cat and the girl are communicating yes. or something like that and then yeah. the girl goes woof. She's there. nowhere. She's there. Yeah. 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 And so. I think that it, that's what I got too. It almost felt like at mm -hmm. that point the cat was some sort of uh, like watcher. And mm -hmm. that's why I kind of thought like the cat that, that moves through this story is moving 
whatever whatever path it crosses, it either kills them or protects them or changes them in some mm-hmm. way. And in this case, it feels like the cat is watching over Ati and knows that she's in a bad situation. And therefore, the girl knows that she's in a bad situation. Just flies. Right. She really felt like she flew in there. Mm-hmm. And there's some like supernatural strength going on too because she pulls the father out of the bed throws him across the room yeah yeah and and then goes to town yeah and then we get blackout scenes which i am assuming is ati just kind of going in and out of it yeah and so she can't really piece together what happened or that she's a vampire all she can probably tell is now he's dead yeah. And they dispose of the body. And I think that's another reason why she's not like fully afraid of her. Next shot, oil rig. Mm. Business is booming. Mm. But the oil. Get the oil. Stops. It does stop. It does stop. And like reverses goes. a little bit and then goes forward a little bit. It's kind of in this transit transition moment. Why yeah. Stopping? Huh? Things have. Yeah. Things are off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole machinery is unsure yes yeah next is finding oh right dad's body and it's a cool shot of pov shot yes of the little kid pulling someone yeah (laughs) the cameraman and uh we kind of go up to the body and discover it as we are in arash's pov and everything in that scene feels very handheld and kind of out of sorts he's Mm -hmm. accepting the death of his father and essentially that this is his fault yeah yeah he kicked him out yeah Mm-hmm. And so he feels like he's got to get away because it's his fault that his dad is dead. It's. I think it's also just the fact that he's, like I mentioned before, he has nothing tying him to the city anymore. True. So he's just like, I need to get the fuck out. I'm done with this. For mm-hmm. so many reasons, but I'm done. I'm done and I'm going to go. And then he goes into her sick ass apartment and essentially is like, we got to go. We got to, we got to leave. I think, think she kind of has a moment of there's like there's like two big decisions that happen within these next couple scenes i think this is her moment of deciding this guy's come this good guy uh has come and asked me to leave bad city she has to kind of make the decision of do i think that i'm worth that or not and Ultimately, she does because she does go with him and she starts packing. Mm -hmm. And as she's waiting for him, the cat comes around the corner. And of course, he recognizes the cat because he's the one that stole it in the first place. That's when things become clear to him. And there's this moment where he's looking around at things and he's like, things are becoming more clear. Mm -hmm. Like, where are you getting all these jewelry? Where does all that come from? All these different kinds of music. Yeah. He's looking Mm -hmm. around. He's seeing her get dressed up in, I think she, he probably is then recognizing her from when he first saw her, when she puts on, um, her hijab, hijab. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, I, I know the truth now. He hasn't made a decision yet, though. Mm-hmm. Because then the next shot is we're driving off into the night. Yeah. Into the middle of nowhere, it seems. Who knows where that is? Very familiar. Felt like Tucson night roads. Mm-hmm. It, it, very familiar. Um, and Scary. then they... And so they're driving yeah, and driving no and driving. <laughs> and he pulls over. And 
like you know that he's put something together mm-hmm. and you know that she's a vampire and she could kill him at any moment, but you have no idea what he's going to do, what choice he's going to make. And, and you're, and she, and like looking at her, you can see she's very open. She has made the choice to go along with him. Yes. But she's very open to whatever happens next is going to happen. Cause she's survived it on her own. Yeah. For who knows how long. And then the cat, the cat just like, is prepped right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Right in the middle. And it does a fucking good job of just staying there. And it's being a black, a black and white cat. fluffy fat self right there. And Very then cute. he gets in the car. And then they're both like not looking at each other. And the cat is still kind of like me. Right in between. Kind of just like marrying this human and beast and good mm-hmm. and bad all mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. And then they just slowly... Just slowly. Well, he puts on a song first. Yeah, you, he's reaching for the glove compartment, and oh, still at that moment, you're it like, like he was gonna "Is it going to be that gun? Yeah, that yeah. he got at the beginning, yeah. or oh. is it going to be something else?" I have the glove compartment. To me, just means gun. Gun. So that's probably why I went there. Mm-hmm. But I thought he was just going to open the door. That too. And it was. It like, was still this um, moment of has he accepted? Has he made this decision? That is yet? true. Before that happens. But, her love language is music Mm -hmm. and him putting on that cassette definitely was a, I fully accept who you are. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to talk about this. (sighs) We're not going to talk about this. We're not going to talk about this. Because ultimately too, yes, she killed her father. Yes. She killed his father. But as you said, many times his father was the last link that he had to bad city, Mm -hmm. AKA the thing that was tethering him and Mm -hmm. anchoring him to this bad place. They have now freed each other. And there's that last moment where they start to listen to the song. And I think both of them start to smile Mm -hmm. cats right in between them. Look at each other. And you're like, let's do this. Let's go. Yeah. And then, and they held on to that gaze a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And they drive off. It was mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Drive off into the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A girl walks home alone at night. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. A girl walks mm-hmm. home that was my, my first viewing of it. Hell yeah. You two have seen it before. Yes. yes. Uh, which is cool. Uh, obviously, one of your favorite movies. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's get to some Smash uh, Pumpkins. Uh, and Adam, as the person who claims this is one of your favorite movies, let's start with you. What do you think? Easy. Five stars. Allegedly. Five stars. Five stars, but five how many? Stars. Five, how many? five Smash Pumpkins. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> That's what I mean. Five Smash Pumpkins. Uh, this movie, one of the reasons why it's one of my favorite movies um, of all time is because it's, uh, uh, it does so much with so little, and mm-hmm. it's one of those pieces of art that you can like take in multiple times and get new meaning from it and, and connect new things to it. And because she as a director and writer uh, uh, is not overtelling anything to you, there's nothing that feels like, like uh, uh, rot or, or trite or, or just like overdone or overexplained. And there's so many things that you wish you had more information and watching again is kind of like, you feel like that'll give you more information, even though it doesn't really, you know, there's only so much this movie will have in it, but I don't know. I just, it's beautifully visually. Uh, there's some incredible, like, um, um, just images that stick in your mind, even though this isn't like a, like a extremely, uh, uh, 
high budget movie or or like there aren't it, it's not like really gruesome stuff is happening that's like oh my god how did they do that it's very simple filmmaking but at the same time very visually striking music is awesome if you want me to love a movie make the music incredible because holy shit and then just like oh my god i just i love watching this movie it's it's you lean into it because the time it takes is so um careful mm -hmm. and it builds tension and it and it uh, rewards your watching with some really cool stuff and yeah yeah i just love this movie yeah i love it oh yeah i love it i'm glad you picked it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah literally me too. picked it yeah <laughs> i mean i agree with all the stuff that you said i mean i think that the again something that i always come back to is intentional filmmaking and this entire film was intentional and i love there's so many it's black and white which is a choice and there's so many callbacks to old classic horror movies in this mm -hmm. from nosferatu old vampire movies um it just feels classic and how they're shooting it but also um new in how they're presenting it too between the music and um just these beautiful long shots that you're right they they build tension so well and it's not it's just like perfectly long enough for you not to question gosh this is going on forever mm -hmm. but for you to like yeah, yeah live in it and like living in that long tense moment um and tense was it went from tense being a scary tense to being like a sensual tense mm -hmm. and a loving tense you get both sides of the spectrum love and fear um there's the only two sides of the spectrum but it was really well done it was and it was very understated Mm -hmm. but in the perfect way mm -hmm. those are vampires you know mm -hmm. i think it's like a it's almost like a movie that's a perfect encapsulation of a vampire's life and what they might be going through having an existential crisis almost yeah. what that might look like and how they might view the world too mm -hmm. which is an interesting perspective to have is like this kind of like lonely depressed vampire it was it was cool it was very very good i'm going to give it Five smash pumpkins. Hard hard to fault the movie. Oh my god. Hard to fault the movie. Really hard. It really, yeah. is. Yeah. really is. It's void of color because we don't need it. Um but it it's it also adds to the voidance of depression and just being alone, you know? So it had that beautiful already from the bat the um that interpretation it's just great i also love it when filmmakers are filmmakers and they just have every scene just be just gorgeous and like we mentioned it doesn't have they don't try too hard it's just is beautiful um and it takes its time i love that too we don't need every scene to be full or it for it to like go from this to that to this to that, um, so it's gorgeous overall. Yeah. Everything that we said, I agree with. So five smashing pumpkins. Wow.
Triple five, huh? Whoa! Yeah. What Ross a way to start board. your podcast. Oh, yeah. Two really big, high-rated movies from True. all of us. Right yeah, off the bat. It's been great so far. It's wow. been great. Wow. Um, we're two in. Great Thank you again movie. for being here for yeah. this one. Yeah, Thank you so much. I would have thrown everything uh, against a wall in order to come here. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Screw the world. Before we get you out of here, yes. let's see what we have in store for next week. Oh, oh yeah. I feel there. bad. I always feel bad to pick it again. Do you yeah, want no, Leslie, I think you should do it this time. Yeah. Go for yeah. it. Right. Make sure you really reach in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Really I'll get go, in there. I'll go I'll put my whole fist Ooh. in there. What can it be? What can it be? What can it be? Okay, what okay, will okay, the fates okay, decide? Right. The horror. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What do we get? What do we get? Okay. Now read. Read the. The whole thing. The whole thing. Right. Yeah. The whole thing. At least the title and the logline. Oh. Wait, what? The Invisible Man, 1933. Whoa. James Well, R.C. Sheriff. Um, The logline is, a scientist finds a way of becoming invisible, but in doing so, he becomes a... Becomes murderously insane. Wow. Murderously insane. We're going from 2014 mm-hmm. all the way back to, to 1933. 30, wow. Almost 100 years. Okay, black so this and is... white to black and white. Stick Ooh. in there. Before we get out of here, Adam, please plug yourself. Uh, you can find uh, my podcast, Season 3, Episode Ooh. 4, at Season 3, Episode 4. The words are words, the numbers are numbers. Anywhere you find podcasts. It's an audio one. It's, it's a fun great. one. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's amazing, guys. Yeah. Well, my name is Leslie. Um, I'm only on Instagram. Color me Leslie. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And you can find me at T And check us out at the Deadlights Pod on Instagram. Ooh. Also, check out Playground Social, which is the studio that we are recording this in. Right here, right now. But we're here right now. Until next week, let's get spooky, y'all. <gasps> I'm walking alone and it's scary. Don't ever do drugs. Don't do drugs.